The Medical Alley podcast is brought to you by MentorMate. Custom software needs vary significantly. Whether you're powering a medical device, overhauling your backend architecture, or reimagining your patient experience, MentorMate can help. Harnessing the technical excellence of Bulgaria, MentorMate provides end-to-end software services in all sectors of healthcare. With deep expertise in design, development, cloud, and software support, MentorMate helps healthcare clients administer world-class care through technology. Learn more at MentorMate.com. Welcome to the Medical Alley Podcast. I'm Frank Jaskolke, your VP of Intelligence, and I'm so pleased to be joined today by Gabriella Spence, our Federal Policy and Advocacy Manager. Gabriella, how are you doing today? Frank, I am so excited to be here. I love working with you in the meetings. Now we just get to upgrade to the podcast, slowly working to bothering you every day. Before you know it, we'll be doing video. Exactly. We'll mm-hmm. share an office. I mean, really inseparable. Mm-hmm. We're here to talk about the investment report, Q2. Yeah, it was quite a quarter. Really good quarter. So far, a really good year. Mm -hmm. Um, Wondering if you can share a few highlights for those who may not have had a chance to read it yet. And for those of you who have not had a chance to read it yet, pause and just go read it and then come back and we'll talk more about it. Yeah. Go to the website, medicalalley.org. Go under intelligence and check it out. We had a very strong Q2. Uh, Probably the biggest news was the four IPOs. Bright Health, Agility, uh, Miramatrix, and CBRX going public, three of them going public in a seven-day period. Medical Alley's never had that happen before. Uh, Over a billion dollars raised. And on top of that, we had 36 other companies that raised over $50 million. So I think the, the story really of Medical Alley right now is growth. Startups that are raising money, startups that are getting exits. It's just been a a fantastic Q2 and really a fantastic year uh, for innovation in the quarter. And, you know, really a a big part of that, kind of a a seed we planted as an association 10 years ago, has been things like the angel tax credit. So I'm curious, what's the policy environment been like? Uh, What has it been like this year trying to get more policy that supports innovation in medical alley? It has also been a banner here on the policy front, uh, despite the challenges facing any lobbyist or political staffer having to do things remotely. Uh, A lot of challenges, but we were able to get funding for three of our key uh, legislative priorities, the Angel Tax Credit, Launch Minnesota, and SciTech Internships. And let me just give a little background for those who may not be familiar. Well, and also kudos, because that's a fantastic three for That's a good Especially suite. in a tough year yes. where you can't lobby or work quite the way you normally would. Very, very much so. Thank you for saying that. We are mm-hmm. really proud of that. So little background, uh, super high level, the angel tax credit. Um, we'll get a little bit more into that later because I've got a couple questions for you, Frank, on its impact with the startup community. But it's essentially a refundable tax credit to investors who make an investment in a startup. Launch Minnesota is a resource entrepreneurs can turn to for things like education or grants. And this program has quickly become a critical part of growing Minnesota's innovative ecosystem by cultivating a collaborative environment through the state with particular emphasis on under-resourced and greater Minnesota communities 
Last but not least, we've got the SciTech internships. This is a really cool program that supplies paid internships to STEM undergrad and graduate students in their fields of study at for-profit companies located in Minnesota. This program helps incentivize and cultivate future STEM leaders in Minnesota by clearing their path and making it easier to break into their desired field. And all of this was accomplished in large part through the engagement of our members. So really quite an amazing set of programs like capital, talent, and then support for the companies to get off the ground and get going. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, And I do want to remark that many of the companies mentioned in our Q2 investment report have benefited from the angel tax credit. And uh, it's including really... Miro Matrix, exactly. one of the companies that went public. A, exactly. A great partnership between the state and the private sector to grow jobs and save lives. Mm-hmm. And it's so cool to see that pipeline really mm-hmm. start to gain momentum, maybe in more of like a Ferris wheel analogy as we're kind of Things are churning. Um, I'm really excited, you know, even though we're only halfway through the year, um, just acknowledging that it's been a great year for startups, especially because of the launch of Medical Alley Starts. Tell us about some of the ways you're helping to cultivate a stronger startup community here. The Medical Alley Starts is one of our newer initiatives launched February 22nd and a very focused mission to lower the cost of starting, scaling, and pivoting new ventures in Medical Alley. There's been a lot of great tools to help increase capital access like the Angel Tax Credit, and a lot of work by different organizations to bring more capital into the state. But capital is a tool. You use it to buy your products, your services, and to hire people. So what we're focused on is lowering the capital that you'll need in order to get going. So that whatever you do raise goes further, you as a founder can retain more control of your company and get to those critical milestones faster. Uh, So far in 2021, we've worked with 287 different healthcare startups from the earliest of early stage, pre-napkin even, to companies that are well-developed, well-funded, and run into a gap. We've been blessed to be advised by a group of serial entrepreneurs and investors People the audience would recognize like Kyle Rolfing, the co-founder of Bright Health, Lee Jones, the founder of Rebiotics, and many others. They give us the inputs, the insights, so that we can deliver better services to your company. And if you're a startup out there and you you need help, please do reach out. Uh, MedicalAlleyStarts.com has all the information and we'd love to be of service. You're also welcome to go to the staff page on our website. Frank's information is on there. Um, Our colleague Philip's information is on there. And they are more than happy to assist in any way they can. Indeed. Yeah. Philip, shout out to him. Great new addition to the team working with me on the startup program. It's been a great resource. Comes out of a venture capital and legal background. So there's a lot of great insights. Give him a shout, say hi to him and get connected. I can't wait for him to listen to this and hear that we're giving him a shout out that was not (laughs) planned. I hope, I can't wait to see his face. This is the fun part of it though, is kind of the organic nature to develop. And you know, I'm curious though, so we've had this fantastic year. And when I think of Miro Matrix and then being able to tap the angel tax credit, other companies that have used the SciTech program, There's this great innovation policy, startup policy world out there, but I often hear, I'm talking to startups, 
and they don't know about these things or they think that's not for me. I'm too busy. The big companies do the policy stuff. I don't have the time for it. What, what would you say to those companies? Should they be involved and how could they be involved? I love getting that question. I think it's really difficult to make that connection when you are so far removed from what seems like a very complicated world of policy and legislation. Uh, What I encourage members to do is share their story. Legislators love a good story. That's what they remember. That's how it drives policy forward. The data is key to getting things across the finish line. But if we don't know what your successes are, where your pain points are, then we can't communicate to the state or Congress or regulators about how they can help and how they can change the way they're doing things to create a more fruitful ecosystem. So definitely reach out to us, share your stories. Um, Like Frank, you mentioned innovation is one of the pillars of our policy work. We want to make sure there's increase in access to innovation across the board. So stories like that, where you've come over here from a a different country instead of shop in Minnesota, or like you mentioned, pre-napkin all the way to going public, hearing those stories is incredibly helpful. I I love the commentary on storytelling because we hear that and we say that to the startups all the time when they're trying to pitch investors or pitch customers or even recruit employees. It's storytelling. Can you tell your vision? Can you sell someone on it and get them to want to come along on the journey? It sounds like it's the same kind of thing in the policy world. Very much so. And I, listeners, I don't want you to feel discouraged and think, cool, she's asking for stories, but how do I share it? You know, how does she then also share that information to legislators? We have opportunities for our members to meet with legislators testify during committee hearings. We also bring legislators to you through webinars and roundtables. So there's a lot of ways to get engaged. And we like to say that membership is a two-way street. We can share opportunities, but it really is up to you to engage with us. And we're just really excited for you to do so. Yeah. And I want to put a fine point on that. The, The opportunities are there, but your voice needs to be heard in it. If you have a good story, if you see a problem, if you have an idea, part of being a member is we want to help you to tell that story and to move that policy forward. So yeah, please reach out to Gabriella, put the policy team to work so that we can keep making Medical Alley the global epicenter of health innovation and care. Before we wrap up, what does the rest of the year look like? You know, we've had these really great couple quarters. How do you see it ending? Give us a little insight from your crystal ball. You know, the the conversations I've been having with companies, I think the rest of the year is going to be as strong or stronger. We may not see as many IPOs at once, but the number of companies that are raising money, that are negotiating exits, that are going through major expansions, gives me a lot of confidence that Q3, Q4, and into 2022 are going to be just phenomenal. You know, and I'm hopeful that if you out there are listening, if you have one of those stories, if your company is raising money, is about to do a deal or has great news to share, that you'll reach out to Medical Alley and let us help you get that story a wider reach. We did have a lot of IPOs. That would be a hard number to beat Q3 and Q4. I'd love to see it. 
but it is a hard number to beat. <laughs> and if we do beat it, the place you'll hear about it will be on the Medical Alley podcast. Absolutely. And so a big thank you to all of our listeners and everyone that's a member of Medical Alley for helping to make this work possible. Your continued support allows us to bring amazing conversations to you every day. And if you haven't already, please do go and subscribe to the Medical Alley podcast. You can find it on our website or on Apple Podcasts or any other service that you use to follow your podcast and give us a five-star rating. You know we did that well. We'll see you on the next one.